All right. Hey, welcome to the Empty Glass Podcast. Matt. Stefan. Hello. Hi. How's, every, how's everyone today? Uh, in fact, take this five seconds of silence to tell us how you're doing today. Great. Yeah, so, Stefan, awesome. how are you today? I'm doing good, man. How about you? I'm full of massive depression, but what else is new? You know what the biggest cause of my depression is today, Stefan? Um, hmm. Um, cabbage. You're correct. It is the fact that I have Twitch up right now to watch our stream, and literally all I see people on the left-hand side playing is Elden Ring, but it's not even released yet, technically, so that's cool. Wait, so is yours still delayed or what? It's not. I mean, I'm just not special enough to get access to Elden Ring early because, you know, who the fuck am I? I'm just some guy. I'm some schlub. Uh, it is yeah. preloaded on my console, and I get access to it at 11 p.m. Central Standard Time. Uh, but I see a whole bunch of streamers fucking playing it right now. And, uh, yeah, jealous. Well. Hey, you know what? You'll have your moment, and I bet whenever you do get a chance to actually sit down and play it, you're going to play the shit out of it. So it's okay. Oh, no, absolutely. I will play the ever-living <laughs> shit out of that game. Um, but you know what I've been playing in the meantime? What's and that? You should know because I literally saw you yesterday and we talked about it. What's that? No, what is it? I want to make sure you're paying attention. You've been playing a shit of the shitload of this game? I've, it, I literally told you yesterday I was playing this game and you kind of did a, oh, cool, like you were half paying attention. So I want to see if that was accurate. It was. Yeah, also, I, I don't know. know what, I don't even know what I had to eat this morning, bro. I don't know. No, it's cool. Like, you just invite me over and you know play Mario Kart and play Smash Brothers for no reason. Uh, I was playing Horizon Zero Dawn. Oh, that's or, right. Not Horizon, not Horizon Zero Dawn. Ah, fuck. Horizon Forbidden West. That's right. The, it's a, the, the new the new Horizon Zero okay. Dawn. The Horizon One Dawn. Now there's yeah, one. It's really annoying because when you name the first game in your franchise something, like you just expect it to be the name. Like I didn't know it was like the Book of Horizon, and then this particular book was Zero Dawn. I just thought the whole name of it was Horizon Zero Dawn. So then when the sequel came out, I was like, okay, Horizon Zero Dawn, Forbidden West. That made sense to me, but no, it was just Horizon, Forbidden West. Yeah, it's just for okay. So it's Horizon, Forbidden West, and that's it. That's it. Yeah. Nice. Uh, interesting game. It's, uh, very beautiful, very well made. Um, it certainly looks very beautiful and has a lot of like every single character you come across, even like NPCs for like missions and stuff are fully animated and have like amazing facial, uh, capture and stuff like that. So right. it is, it is really cool seeing that. Uh, on the other hand, there is quite quite a bit of dialogue in the game and it's not all bad, but I'm just like, uh, sometimes I just want to play a game, you know, <laughs> like I don't, right. I don't need, I don't need to go up to a certain, there's one in particular like blacksmith to go up to that. Every time you go there, there's like a little bit of dialogue between he and this girl, which is like, okay, the first time around it's funny, but I don't need to hear different beats from you guys. Every time I'm just trying to buy some like resources or something like, <laughs> like it's just, right. there, there comes a point where it's like, all right, it's very cool. Very impressive. Maybe let the foot off the accelerator just a smidge, just a little bit. I uh, recently picked up a Lego Star Wars game, but a random one because it was just on sale for like $3. So it was Lego Star Wars The Force Awakens. 
and I was expecting it to kind of just start off like how the old Lego Star Wars games are. And it doesn't, I mean, it's fun. Rose and I are playing it, but oh my God, we're like just at the first mission and you got to do something about making a water tank move. And every time we build the water tank, the NPC guy standing there is like, you got to move the water tank before you can, before you can use the pump and something like that. And he just keeps saying it over and over and over. And Rose and I are like, we don't know what to do. We've been trying everything. We, we pressed every button. We unbuilt the thing that we built to build the other thing. We can't find more stuff to build with. And I'm like, are we literally going to have to look at a fucking tutorial to do this goddamn Lego Star Wars intro? Like, are you fucking ki- Well, it's not the intro. The intro starts on the Battle of Endor. And that was, that was easy. But this is like the first level on the Force Awakens side of things. And I'm just like, oh my God, like who in the right mind designs NPCs like this? And you know, another game that does that is... Uh, Hold on, Halo. time out real quick. Time out real quick. Yo, Gutter Boy, who I actually know who you are this time. I didn't know who you were last time legitimately. Uh, you have a plural there. You definitely need to make that a singular because I'm not bad at video games. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, only I'm. it's only really me. Matt's yeah. actually pretty good. I uh, but yeah, we another yeah, game bitch, that does I don't that. Have a girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we oh, both, okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's true. He was talking about Rose and I, not you. I'm sorry, for Gutter Boy. I listening. apologize. Gutter Boy's in the chat, here. and he uh, he he called Rose and I novice gamers, and Matt took offense. Anyways, my point <laughs> is, another game that has that NPC that's just like just hounding at you is Halo Infinite. Um, yeah the weapon just like reminds you what you need to do every once in a while and it's so annoying to the point where i was like turn it off you know um but yeah the, the lego star wars game is also just full of cutscenes, and i'm like why is there so many cutscenes? why can't we just get right into the fucking action like the old lego star wars games it makes me just want to like buy them on steam and have us play them play the old school ones because it's a lot better i am excited for the new one the Skywalker saga. Cause that looks mm-hmm. pretty legit. And like also like a real third person action video game, not like your typical Lego format for a video game. So that looks pretty exciting. But, um, this $2 Lego star Wars game wasn't exactly what I thought it was, but it's still fun. And it's, it's nice. The graphics are really nice. Um, especially for coming out like almost 10 years ago, but, um, or how well, long ago Force Unleashed or Force Awakens comes <laughs> Force Force Unleashed. I wish they would have done the movies for the Force Unleashed. That would have been cool. But well, I feel you with like the heavy dialogue aspect. It's like, God damn. Yeah, I mean, especially for like the Star Wars games, because like how many times have we gone through like the Star Wars plot essentially? Um that like for example, the last Lego game I kind of played was the Lego Batman three. And that one I actually found kind of interesting because it had the Denny Elfman music from the 1989 Batman, which I fucking love. I love that music. So the fact that they incorporated not just the original theme, but like the into the into the mouth of mystery or whatever the hell that one song is. Um, yeah, they, the like, they that, actually implemented the whole soundtrack or like different songs from the soundtrack. Right. So for one, that was really cool. And then also involved like the Justice League. It was pretty much its own story. And you can't really do that with Star Wars because like when when Lego does Star Wars, it has to follow the movies. Whereas Batman has been around for so long and has different comics, different adaptations that they could do their own Lego universe take on Batman rather than following the structure. You know what I mean? It just gives a little right. bit more liberty in that sense than it does when it does Star Wars licensing. Right. 
Yeah. Yeah. Um, but, uh, the Star Wars still has like a bunch of the Star Wars music in it and stuff. You know, it's it's for real. Um, well, they don't really seem there's to be only cutting any corners, but. Well, that's right. Because there's only like one universe of Star Wars is the thing. Right. That's, so, uh, but they do seem to be using like the correct music for the, like it's, they're using the Force Awakens music and stuff. And that's pretty nice. And, uh, you know, they're always, the Lego cutscenes are always fun. Like Lego Lord of the Rings is incredible. And, you know, um, all the little spins they do on the like movie, I guess, and shot for, shot for shot. They're like almost perfect, but it's like the Lego representation. It's, it's fun. It's just good, clean fun. Um, interestingly enough about like being told what to do in video games and stuff, Horizon Zero Dawn, God damn it, Horizon Forbidden West, I'm going to keep doing yeah, that. Yeah, you're going to keep calling it Zero Dawn, it's okay. Horizon Forbidden West has a lot of reminders constantly. Now, <laughs> that one kind of gets a break because there's so much shit to keep track of in that game. Like, you need to just constantly know like what enemies are weak to what, you got to scan them for this and that. Like, it, it is literally juggling a lot of the time. Right. Um, I actually, I turned it down from hard difficulty to normal because I, I beat the first game on hard, but the second game just has so much extra stuff to it that although I could do it on hard, it was getting to the point I was getting annoyed just switching constantly, like every few seconds. So I was like, and then like, you know, I'm in the menu screen and all of a sudden I get hit by, I get one shotted by this elk on the other side of the map and it, it was getting like a little frustrating. So I was like, I'm just going to turn this down to normal and I don't want to be playing this game for the next five years. And then also, you know, Elden Ring comes out tonight. So I'm dropping Horizon for that, which that one, I very much doubt it's going to be handholdy because it's a from software game. It's just enough to kind of get you on your feet, but you don't have those little pop-ups like, hey, don't forget to press the X button to jump. It's like, yes, game, I've been playing you for the past 30 days of my life. I know how to jump. <laughs> thanks for the reminder, though. I yeah, appreciate thanks it. thanks for reminding me. Simple core mechanic. Well, yeah, I mean, yeah. Uh, it sounds like you got your video game priorities straight. What yeah. else is uh what else is new, my sir? Um I finished Peacemaker. Elden Ring Thoughts. Yeah, Gunboard so go is asking Elden Ring Thoughts. I think it looks I'm cool. I'm incredibly excited. I love From Software games. Bloodborne was my absolute favorite. I platinumed it earlier this or at, later last year, or whatever. So a few months ago I, I finally platinumed it, which was a long running attempt to do because that game's hard. Uh but Elden Ring apparently is gonna is just the best from a software game from a lot of people I trust who play a lot of problem software games are just like, you know, they put 60, 80 hours into it, haven't even beaten it and said it's definitely the best because it's, it's not just a souls game. It's not just a bloodborne game or a Sekiro game. It's picked up little things from every single game that they made. Uh, there is even like a kind of stanima bar that was from Sekiro that is kind of used in this game in Elden Ring, you don't see it. Like it's it's not seen, but there is kind of a breaking point for every single enemy. So it does reward that kind of fast paced combat, which I used. I never really liked the older Dark Souls because they relied a lot on guarding and deflecting. I'd rather just kind of get in there and dodge, which is why I love Bloodborne the most. So the fact that Elden Ring just has a bit of every single one of their games, which I love all their games, is just phenomenal, and I'm super excited for it. Oh, you mean Elden Ring? Yeah, that's. I was answering the question of my thoughts yeah, on Elden no, Ring. At, at the end, you were like Bloodborne, but I, I got you. I think that's a, a fair assessment, and I, I really just know what I know about Elden Ring based off what Matt has told me. So, yeah, and then Gutter Boy in the comments said, or the chat said, the extended movement is really the turn on for me. Soul movement typically being tight. I agree. Uh, I I like that this one has both 
a kind of combat style of Bloodborne and Dark Souls. So if you want to be slow, you can. If you want to be fast, you can. But also, th- I, I've also heard that this game is the most digestible for people who don't really play a lot of Souls games. Like if this is like the first kind of way they want to get in, because one, it's a big old open world. Literally at any moment you come across a hard boss, you can just run away and go for another boss and grind up and stuff like that. So there's just a lot to explore and a lot. Because in other Dark Souls or games, it's a bottleneck. You come across a boss that's impossible, and you literally will, can grind whatever, but that boss is keeping you from the rest of the game, where Elden Ring, you could just fuck off to another place if you wanted to. And then also, there's so many magic abilities you get, like just an absurd amount of magic abilities, and then summonings you could do. So you can just summon a pack of wolves to help you out, even if that's using uh, like a human, what's it called? Like human distraction, whatever. You can do that, right. and that helps out your game. So you can make this game as easy or as, as hard as you want, and I am 100% about that shit. Yeah. Um, I played Dark Souls 1 and 3, and then I have not beat Sekiro. I never played Dark Souls 2. Um, right. Which, once again, I told you this yesterday, skip it. That's the plan. It's not a true <laughs> Dark Souls game. That's the plan. Uh, you said that Miyazaki didn't even make that one. So, oh, and I mm-hmm. guess I haven't played Demon Souls. That's another one I haven't played. Uh, wait till you either get a PS5 or you or it comes to PC because the remake is so much better. Uh, and Gutter Boy in the chat, man, get fucking Gutter Boy, Mike. Why don't you? Uh, I've been that would on, be cool, man. That would be. I'd be down. Cool. I'd be down. Gutter Boy is cool. Uh, I mean, we always just hop in the Discord and <laughs> sound like crap, though. God knows. That's he, true. I don't know if he's at work or what. Uh, but he says, I've been on the Lost Ark grind personally. Really great MMO, especially for someone who isn't the typical MMO player. I suggest you guys check it out. I actually was watching my friend Mark play this the other day. Um, looks like a, it's the Diablo kind of gameplay where it's, it's like an above level and stuff like that. Not above level. You look down at the players. I forgot what that's called. Like a top view game. That's it. And looks incredible. Like, honestly, I really want to play it. There's a class that's almost like a Monster Hunter class because the guy has like a gun blade and everything like that or gun lance. It looks super cool, honestly. And the the animations and the cinematics for the gameplay and the level design is so top notch. I'm I'm incredibly impressed by it. And it just sounds amazing. I don't have time to play it, though, with Elden Ring. Once Elden Ring's over, maybe once I put a few more hours into Horizon, I will pick it up. But it definitely is going to be something I'll be checking out sooner than later. Yep. Uh, have you heard of it, Stefan? Yeah, Riley Riley, and I have talked about it quite a, quite a few times. So I'm sorry, who? Riley. I don't know who that is. Oh. Well, yeah. I, we I know who Gutterboy is, our favorite viewer, but favorite I don't know. Favorite viewer. <laughs> but, yeah. Um, it looks interesting to me. And there's another game that... Uh, that gutter boy showed me quite a few times called um, Valheim and oh yeah yeah cool that game looks pretty sweet uh, just because like you can go and build whatever you want to um, it's like a truly open world type game and it's pretty cheap it's like 20 bucks so I've been thinking I've, about picking that one up just to have another game to play on the computer because my computer is slowly turning more into like less of my it's not my main edit machine anymore for editing the fucking shit so um Mm. i'm trying to find other uses for it right now like i'm running unreal engine 5 on it and playing around in that and then also doing this doing the podcast it's all ran through my pc 
I remember watching a lot of things of Valheim, and that was kind of right up my alley because I was definitely going through a phase of like the collectathon, not collectathons, but the survival s games. Like I played a lot of Ark, which Ark is fucking uh, crazy. <laughs> I was just really into those games where you collect stuff and build like settlements and stuff like that. So I've, that's another game I, I've been curious about, but definitely Lost Ark is higher. I thought the Lost Ark and Ark survival instincts or whatever, I thought those were the same games. Well, you know, Stefan, uh, the English language is limited, I guess. I guess sometimes they do just repeat words in different collections of patterns. I'm sorry it's so difficult for you. It's okay, I'm working on it. <laughs> I'll get you a, I'll get you a uh, thesaurus and a Webster's Dictionary for your birthday. That would be like an incredibly helpful. I can't tell you how many times I miss word miss word uses. <laughs> <laughs> like right there. Like right there, yeah. <laughs> uh, okay. Poor child. Maybe. Uh, perfect example. Maybe maybe I'll get you something for a, like St. Patrick's Day. You need to say that. <laughs> I just think of how I met your mother, where it's like I'll have I'll I'll talk to Lily. It's like, well, what are you gonna say? It's like me very good with words under pressure. You know, it's like me do very good with words. And they're like, what? <laughs> it's like no, me know the best. Me know the best lawyer in the town. <laughs> like shit. Like I don't know. Oh my gosh. Well. um... Shit. Oh, okay. I did want to say, because I know I told you yesterday, but I finished Peacemaker. Right. And Peacemaker was super good. Uh, if anyone, were, I thought he was. I thought you were talking about the fucking anime when you mentioned. Yes, you, you did. Watching Peacemaker. You kept saying the thing with the pigo. Yeah, it has a little like, baby piggy. There's a piggy there. Not in, in the Peacemaker. good show. Not in the John Cena James Gunn Peacemaker show, which is really good uh if anyone likes kind of like dry humor or absurd kind of humor or even just a good good thing I, I strongly recommend it i found myself really enjoying it there's a there's a scene just kind of like put things in perspective there's a scene in the show that happens where the nerdy guy and the like innocent s character are, are watching the badasses do their thing and the sweet character is like we got to go in there and help them and the nerdy guy's like don't do that. It's dangerous. And she like steps over this like broken fence, like an easy step over because uh, it's broken down. And the guy's like, don't do it. It's too dangerous. And then he trips and he falls that like flat in his face. He's like, oh man, which is funny enough as it is. But then he proceeds to look back and his leg is just fucking split open. Bone is sticking out. It's just a, such an intense, brutal fucking injury for just a light trip. And he's like, what the fuck? Jesus Christ. It, and it just kills me because it's just like, Character falling on his face after saying a line like that. Ha, ha that's funny. But then it just goes so over the wall with it. And that's just my kind of humor. Yeah, I, I've been meaning to check the show out at some point. Um, are all the episodes out? Is that like the last episode? They were they were releasing like on a weekly basis, right? Yeah, it's so the last episode of season one came out. They just confirmed they're making a season two, which I'm excited because there's enough emotional depth in that show. In fact, it's not just enough. Like there is a good amount of emotional depth to it. And for me, that's what I really like out of a comedy is that it has some bare minimum of that. And I'm not talking about the formulaic, like, Oh, liar reveal. Now Adam Sandler has got to get his wife back after saying that he and his sister <laughs> weren't the same person. Jesus. No, fuck, fuck that shit. <laughs> it's so I, true. I, it's so true though. It's like how every comedy ends up. Yeah. Like I, 
I need the emotional impact to either be like a third of the movie or half the movie. And that's, and that's where like, I love dark comedies is because dark comedy deals with very serious subject matters in a comedic, in a comedic way. It's not just comedy. That's why I love shit like in Bruges, where it's a movie about Colin Farrell trying to kill himself for killing a little kid. It's hilarious. <laughs> you're, you're a fucked up man, aren't you, sir? I was, I was thinking the other day, we need to find shit that you hate that I love. I don't know because if that I, exists. Maybe uh, like, I guess like, I don't really like the Saw movies. I've seen that the first one was okay. And then like, it's just like, oh God, like, why do they have to keep going? And, uh. I remember us like growing up, going over to like Richie's house to hang out and like their family would just be like passively watching some like horrific movie. And it's like, how do y'all just like chill and just like put on soft four? But I mean, hey, I, I vibed it and I'd like sit down and watch them. But um, I wouldn't say you explicitly love Saw. I like it. Yeah, but I wouldn't say that you're like gunk. Like you don't have a bunch of Saw memorabilia and you don't know a bunch of Saw facts, do you? Well, I do have the whole Saw collection behind me right now. I do own it. And I do know I do know some things. But my favorite franchise is probably Nightmare on Elm Street when it comes to horror. Yeah, and I, I dig I dig Nightmare on Elm Street, so I don't think there's an issue there. I don't even know I don't know what it could possibly be. Now, Stefan, the question is now maybe that like, we're on the Maybe topic cars, of- maybe cars. Like I give a shit about cars and I like cars and motor stuff and you're like, whatever. That's probably like the closest thing we have. The what? Just me loving something that you just don't care about. But I wouldn't no, say you hate cars. I mean, that's what I'm they saying. Can be is interesting. That, no, my literal point I was making was that we need to find something you hate that I like because it's always the other way around. You know, it's like Star Wars, Jurassic Park, and shit like that. I'm. Always, I was listening back to our podcast. I'm like, man. Seven just likes things, and I just hate a whole bunch of stuff. I'm like, I need to find at least one thing that I love that Seven hates. Um, I don't know. If How do you feel about I capitalism? It's it's kind of fucked up. Everything's oh. kind of fucked up. Cool, we're on the same page. Uh, what about BDSM? Eh, you know. Really, no negative opinions. We'd have something there if you had negative opinions, but I guess you I don't, don't have so. negative opinions. No. God damn it, dude! What do you? You need to hate stuff more, honestly. Um, I would, that's like the worst parental advice son you need to hate stuff more you're too much of a pansy you need to hate stuff I fucking hate conservative news I hate news in general I'm going to force myself to like Tucker Carlson so that way we have something to fucking disagree on don't do that you could find something better than that um, I don't know man I'm drawing blank, so uh, when you find out what it is, you let me know, because I can't really think about things I hate right now. Well, speaking of things I hate, and kind of going back to the whole horror thing, uh, so the Texas Chainsaw Massacre movie that I was uh, digging, and when I say digging, I mean like digging a hole for because that shit should be shot in the back of the head. Uh, Should I watch it? Should I subjugate myself to watching it so I can bitch about it on a podcast? Why Why don't you live stream yourself watching it? Why would I do that? Also, wouldn't I get taken down immediately for that? Maybe. I don't know. Fuck it, right? No, I'm pretty sure I would. And also, I don't live stream anything. I mean, don't get me wrong. Having a watch party would be really cool. But there have been a lot of people, I think, recently that have been taken down. Especially for like a new movie, I would get caught on pretty quickly. 
then again, I have literally no subscribers because I don't have any streaming account set up. So who knows? Well, the answer is no. I'm just, I, I think if anything, I'll probably just watch it and then take 10 minutes ripping into it on, a, on like next podcast or one of the future podcasts. And that's about it. Right. Maybe, maybe I'll watch it. So we have something to talk about because we're going to record one podcast early uh, for when I'm out of town. That's right. We are. We're gonna do so maybe like I'll, a, we're gonna do like a pre-recording, and then I'm gonna just set it up to live stream. <laughs> yeah, yeah, maybe we could do that. Maybe, that'd be nice. All right. <clears throat> yeah, no, I can't think of anything. I can't think of a single thing of something I enjoy that you would hate. I did. Uh, I did go out on a date with this girl a while back. Yeah. Who she. She described herself as liberal, but then she was also talking about how, like, she was really into politics and keeping up with it. And she said, you know, I also watch Fox News so I can hear what's on the other side. I'm like, including, including Tucker Carlson? She's like, yeah, sometimes. I'm like, okay, no, you, you have an ability I just don't have. Yeah, not for me. Unless you are not claustrophobic. Unless you are claustrophobic. I hate, oh yeah, that's right. I mean, that is definitely something I do not like is small, tight spaces. Oh my God. Okay. Well, that's actually kind of weird. Would you like being thrown into the back of a truck and that like being like seven years old and having your quote unquote friends fuck you fucking lock you into a truck that, you know, has a flat cover on the top of it. So you're just in like a dark hole. Definitely. Or, I put you. I put you in a trunk when I first got my license with like three other guys. See, what that are you was talking that about? was funny, but <laughs> but uh, fucking my friends used to dogpile me, and I would just start like just wailing on them because it's like I just start fucking freaking out. I hate being like held down against my will, and it all stems from when I was literally two years old. My dad took us to work. He was a teacher at a high school, and my older sister fucking put me we were playing house and i go into a locker and she closes the locker and locks me in there and walks away and i was probably only in there for like 10 15 minutes but to my two-year-old brain it was like a million years until finally a janitor came and unlocked it and let me out and i just ran i literally just like ran away from this janitor and he had to like catch me and like pick me up and i was freaking out and uh, he took me back to my dad and told my dad what happened. And I don't even think, I don't even think my sister got in that much fucking trouble looking back on it. What a because, pussy. Because she was little too. She was probably like six. So, you know. I mean, um, I sometimes think about being in a coffin and that kind of comforts me a little bit. Not like in a I'm dead kind of way. Just, I don't know. Like claustrophobic things kind of actually appeal to me. So, well, there you go. There we go. Hey, Gutter Boy, coming with the save. Yeah, big save. The question is, how did Gutter Boy know that I like being in tight spaces? Probably because I'm six foot four and have broad shoulders, so it's just like I'm used to it. Or six foot three. I don't fucking know anymore. Who cares? <laughs> yeah, you're what you're however tall. Too tall. Yeah. Gutter boy's taller, but that's fine. I've learned to come to terms with that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, one day I'll knock his kneecaps out of his legs so he'll lose a couple inches, but, you know, I don't have the right soccer wrench for that yet, so for later date. Yeah, for another time. Yeah. 
I'm coming for you, gutter boy. Oh, so I I don't know what it was, but last week I just felt I was in the mood to leave voice messages uh, of me just being a weird serial killer kind of sounding person to both you and my sister. Yeah, should I should I play the one that you left me? Oh, you have it. Yeah, I have it here. This is the this is this is the voice message I got from from Matt on Sunday, February twentieth. Uh, hold on. Oh, this is embarrassing. Speaker was on. Here. I'm trying to rewind it. I'm. You think you're funny, little man? You think you just big choices and not expect consequences for your actions? Stephen, come on, man! The dead air is getting to me. Really? You can't hear it. You can't hear the message. Okay. Well, I think you're just talking like really low, but he's. You're basically like you think you're funny, little man. That's how you started off. It's just <laughs> <laughs> you're. Like, I'm trying to read like the transcription that they put down on it, but it's like you think you're funny, little man. I mean, I can hear like my low yeah, voice. It's like it's just like it's really hard to hear what you're saying. But you're like you think you can not. You think you can make choices and not pay for your actions. You're you're a coward. I'm gonna find you and bring a potato peeler when I see you. I'll see you soon. I definitely said I'm gonna peel off your skin. Yeah, for your actions. Yeah. I'm going to peel your skin. I'm just like, because the transcription, I'm trying to explain. The iPhone has like a transcription where it turns the voicemail into text. So it's just like, it's missing stuff. It doesn't, it's not completely accurate. Yeah, basically I said. <laughs> Gutter Boy said Saw 26. That's Saw 26, man, is you going around fucking leaving these voice messages. <laughs> Dude, I'd be so fucking down. I would love to be the killer in like a movie or something like that. Cause I think you'd would... play a good one. How about that raccoon idea we talked about like last episode? Hey, man, uh, I'm already starting a the script. fucked up raccoon guy? We'll start a script. Let me see. No, it. Gutter Boy's going to be the raccoon. Oh, yeah, I thought we talked about that. Yeah, Gutter Boy would make a pretty good raccoon like. Cause yeah, I don't know. You guys both have very, um, you both are very like all, really chill it, to people. chill people with very intimidating presences. Yeah. Cause we're tall. Tall people are just, we're, we're prejudiced as the scary people because we're tall. Y'all take up a lot of space. <laughs> and I think yeah, just I, like, just like it makes, it's weird because, um, there might only be a few people in my life who are actually smaller than I am. Um, and shorter than me. I, I can think of literally three off the top of my head. Rose is like your height, isn't she? Or is she taller? She is. Yeah, we're about the same exact height. Um, <laughs> if anything, I may be like just a tiny bit taller than her. Um, okay, hold on. Let's let's hash out this idea right now. So if Gutterboy and I are both going to be the, uh, the antagonist to some degree in this movie, because Gutterboy is definitely taking his claim on the raccoon, and I think he would make an excellent raccoon alien thing. Uh, he should be some entity that brainwashes me so that way I do his bidding and then I die shortly afterwards because I'd like my head to get blown up at some point because that'd be really cool. And then Gutter Boy is the, the ultimate kind of threat that you guys have to deal with. That'd be nice. Or what if like um, the raccoon comes in pairs? What if you're the raccoon at first and we exterminate you and then the twist is, is that there's like, um, there's like a raccoon family. And Gutter Boy's like the pissed off like Mama Raccoon. I was okay. Like I didn't think Mama Raccoon, but in my head, I just imagined Gutter Boy like a fucking raccoon alien costume in a fucking apron. Oh my 
<laughs> are we trying to get why. on the sci-fi channel or like um are we trying hey, to end up like on the roku channel or some shit hey fucking sci-fi has the chucky show so they got horror yeah yeah the don mancini uh chucky show which i've been wanting to check out i once again just don't make time for it. It's a weird thing to say, like, I don't have time for it because, like, I really don't have too many obligations other than, you know, just trying to, like, work out and stuff. But it's like, I don't make time for it is a better description. I don't make time for a lot of TV shows. Um, Rose and I definitely get in our swings and, like, our binges. But um, since we finished How I Met Your Mother, we're kind of on a dry spell. Uh, we started Splash when I was eating, which thank you very much for playing the podcast for, like, 15 minutes there for me because I, uh, Rose and I had gone to the store. I got done with work kind of early today and we did all the shopping and came home and I hadn't really eaten anything all day. So, um, we'd made food and by the time I looked at the clock, I was like, oh, damn. Gutter boy, I'm going to fucking ship you one of my mics because, like, you're speaking the Lord's truth. You got a boy just said in chat, sci fi channel, Saturday mornings, 2007. Shit was crazy. Yeah. He, yeah. He's speaking the Lord's truth right there. I think <laughs> sci-fi channels where I found out about Doctor Who and how I became a Doctor Who fan. Like, and then also they just have a bunch of horror. Like I don't, I haven't had cable in years, but I definitely would s- subscribe for a sci-fi channel because they just got the craziest shit. They got, you know, eighties movies that are fucking bad, like good, awful and stuff like that. I just sci-fi is doing the Lord's work out there. I'm going to say it again. Would you say that like um No. I actually I wouldn't. Nice. So uh we like to take this we're the halfway point. Uh we Yay. like to take this minute to thank everyone for listening. Thank you everyone for I guess watching a uh PNG background rotating cover of the outer space blowing up and stuff like that. And if you'd like to follow us, you can do so at theemptyglass.com. Yeah. Yeah, you can go to theemptyglass.com and that will link you out to like... Yeah, but, but I'm, I'm still shit. doing it. I was just double checking. And that will link you to everything that we're on. Uh, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, your mom's refrigerator, everywhere. Yes. Yeah, so join us there. All right, how'd I do, Stefan? Schedule one to hey, ten. Actually, that was like a solid ten. You didn't make the um, the halfway point creepy at all. So that's, I kind of a win. And I've only had three beers and 10 painkillers. No, dude, that didn't turn what? out so good for you last time. Okay. Listen, it's not my fucking fault that you have some like weird herbal high grade fucking headache shit, but also it wasn't just that it was a whole bunch of other things. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I'm kidding. I did take a painkiller earlier because crowns fucking suck and I hate them, but, uh, I'm just, I'm just chilling, dude. Just relaxing. Nice. All right, so give me a topic, Stefan. Give me your one topic of the of the podcast. Um, uh, that's it. Fucking thrilling, awesome. Did you see the? Um, uh, did you see the? Uh, the. Uh, <laughs> that's it, dude. Come on, you got to come up with something. I really don't have anything. Okay, I was so, just kind of like dreading this moment the whole time, and it finally became real. So I was just like, I I can maybe <laughs> try to make up something here on the spot, but I mean, the truth is, I don't have anything. 
I'm gonna make you. Oh, John Williams is uh, John Williams is coming back to do the music for Obi Wan Kenobi. You said that last time. I said that last night, but I didn't say that on the podcast. I saw that oh. last night when we were hanging out IRL. Oh, gutter boy. Okay, I I was debating bringing this up. Uh, I assume you're talking about Putin. So gutter boy said World War Three looking spicy. I assume he's talking about Putin. Uh, moving Russian troops into the Ukraine or the two sections right. of the Ukraine that he is deeming quote unquote neutral territory. Uh, yeah, that's looking fun. That's looking really exciting. Can't yep. wait for it. Can't wait. <laughs> you won't hey, catch you know me what? on the front lines. Cause I got fucking flat feet. I have no arches. I can't find on the front lines, but they might find a computer place for me to go. Yeah. And I, uh, well actually be curious what would happen now that drones exist in a draft situation? It's like, yeah, don't give a shit if you're if you have a bad knee or ulcers and stuff like that or bad eyesight. You could fly a drone into someone's asshole. Yeah. Um, or uh, New Zealand looks pretty good, and Canada uh, looks pretty good. So next time on the empty glass, you might catch us in a different place. Dude, I'd be down as, as soon fuck. as next week. Could you imagine if we like move the empty glass headquarters from, you know, Bali to the Shire in New Zealand? That'd be insane. We'd be like we'd be like this is the finest pipe weed in the Shire. Is that how you or I would ever talk? Yes, we would all have to go to an old funny leprechaun sounding somewhat British voice if we lived in the Shire. It's almost like um Scottish sort of that that I feel emotion Mostly rage. I don't know why. <laughs> I just feel it in my this heart. This episode of The Empty Glass, I get canceled for doing a Scottish, poor Scottish, British, whatever you want to call it, accent. I, and uh, I know I've talked about it before, but it's basically the Brad Pitt from Snatch, where it's just a culmination of, he's so bad at accents, they just give him a culmination of all accents and just make it so you can't understand a word he's saying and just make that yeah. his character. Yeah, I can't really Which is do brilliant. Um, uh, it was I think might have been last night. I was just like pulling Marge Simpson out of my ass, and it was actually sounding pretty good. Oh damn! With that hair, it must have been tight. Yeah, what kind of impressions can you hit me with? No, we've done this before. I refuse. Cool. Just didn't I, know if you had any new ones or if you've been working on any of them or anything. I have not. Uh, I'm. Ch- Honestly, okay, actually, there's one that I've, like, tried a bit doing, the Plankton voice, but it's, I can't get it just right, because, once again, I haven't watched Spongebob, not even once again, I just haven't watched Spongebob since I was, you know, 26, I'm only 27 now, so I'm kidding, it's been a lot longer, but just, hey, ho, the Krabby Patty secret formula, I can't do it just right, it's, no, it's pretty bad, you got a boy, how trash is that, let me know. I'd say that was like a solid like eight. That's pretty good. SpongeBob, you nincompoop. No, that's bad. That was even that worse. Was worse. I'm going to stop. You yeah. Gotta, you got to stop while you're ahead. I, listen, I got a solid Kronk voice. I got a solid Patrick Warburton. That's all I need in life, baby. That's that's the ladies love it. You know, just sneak up behind their ear and say, you know, I'm going to slit your throat. And they're like, oh, my God. Hey, OK. Gutter Boy says I'm on the path. Sweet. Um, do you want me to try to say something in my Marge Simpson voice? No. Okay. <laughs> I mean, I've, I've heard you do it before, and I think there's been podcasts where you've done it before, so go go ahead. Uh, what do you want me to say? I don't know. I, I already picked topics for you. You can figure out something to say. 
<laughs> I'll say what Gutter Boy said in the chat about the Sci Fi Channel. Uh, I'll try to. <laughs> sci Fi Channel on Sunday mornings, 2007. Uh, kind of, I don't know. It's gotten better. It's gotten a lot. It's gotten better. It's still disturbing, but Lisa. it's better. <laughs> I don't know. I go home. Okay, oh, that one's just. I don't like that very much. Kinda, sorta. Why the, f why the fuck is that good? <laughs> I don't care. I don't really care what you think about me, homie. Marge, Marge. How could you, Marge? I don't watch any of the Simpsons. Hey, that I wasn't bad. That last, that last. How could you, Marge? Kind of was on point. <laughs> I I think I've heard more uh, jokes about, or I've heard more people doing shitty impressions of Homer Simpson than I actually have heard of Homer Simpson. So that's probably it. Yeah. Yeah, but the crunk, maybe. Oh, I can you do, the do line. really. You do a really good crunk. I forgot about that. You're like squeakity squeak. How do I, you can do it? I uh, I speak for a squirrel. Uh, squeaker 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 squeak. You know, Cusco's poison. The uh, poison for Cusco. The Cusco may specifically kill Cusco. Right, right. <laughs> <laughs> good shit. Good shit. Hey, I'm a pickle. Oh, wait, say that one more time. It glitched. Hey, Peter, I'm a pickle. Yeah, that was a better delivery, too. We'll take take two. Is that how we're doing this? All right, sure. so... Um, these are all the impressions that we know. If you'd like to hire us as voice actors, you could do so at theemptyglass.org. Um, I never got to do my Microsoft Sam voice or my peach. That's fine. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> I mean, we've, this is how, you know, we've come to the bottom of the barrel with topics that we're just fucking around with just doing uh, voices on, on stream. Yeah. I actually, last week I was proactive and wrote down a whole bunch of, like topic ideas. Oh wait, hold on. I think I have some that were undone. Hold on. Go for it. Um. No, we talked about enneagrams. We definitely did that. Um. Wow, this was another bottom of the barrel topic where I was just like, if you could go by some other name, what would you go by? But like um, realistically, not like subs, not like calling yourself Sub Zero, like I did when I was like seven. I might, that was going to be my answer. It was going to be Sub-Zero. Well, okay. So, like, my mindset on this is thinking there's possibly another universe that I went by Jack, mainly because my dad's name was Jacob, and he almost named my sister Jacob Jr. if she was born a boy. And so, had he named me Jacob Jr., I probably wouldn't have gone by Jake or Jacob. I probably just would have gone by Jack just to differentiate myself. No, nah, sorry, gutter boy. I don't care if you want us to talk about the Halo show. We talk about good shit, not trash. Or I'm sorry, we do talk about trash, but not utter trash. Um, I would go by the name <laughs> Axel F. Cool. Yeah. So uh, we're gonna talk about the Halo show now. <laughs> yeah, I thought that's where we were gonna go to. Um, I think it looks cool. Um, I'm gonna watch it, but it is interesting that it's not gonna in any way, shape, or form, line up with the canon from the games. And um, I don't know exactly how invigorating it'll be or attention-grabbing it'll be. It might be a little bit 
it might take some time for it to like build up and actually kind of become a well-flourished show, but I'm excited for it. I'm excited to see just the live action Master Chief and um, see how this guy, I don't even know who the actor is. He's apparently like a creepo in the Orange is the New Black show and like that's the only thing he's ever done. So, Well, here's the thing is that in my opinion, it's a lose-lose situation no matter what. This isn't just for Halo. You know, Sony's also doing a bunch of their, you know, Uncharted movies, and they want to do more adaptations, whether it be a show or movie, of the properties they of the properties they own. Uh, There's a Chevy Tahoe in there. Yeah, but what I was going to say is that essentially, you know, they. When you do a remake of a movie, you want them to do a different idea or a different take on it at the very least. But now they're doing that with video games. It's like you don't want to make the same story that you've already experienced in a video game over again. And I agree with that. Like if you're going to transition it over to a different medium, I don't want just the video game story because I could just play the video game because that was a sufficient way to deliver that story. So I, I can appreciate doing something different with it. The only problem with that is, is that history's kind of shown that whatever new quote unquote version of the story they come up with is never as good or doesn't par with the original uh, game or anything like that. So it's, that's what I'm saying. That's where the lose loses is like the lose situation. Number one is they're going to make a different story, which is probably not going to be as good or they follow the story and it's just not as good. Cause once again, the, the only person, the only people who would give a shit that they follow the original story is the people who've already played the game. And at the end of the day, like, even if it's a faithful adaptation, I think most people would still prefer playing the game more than anything else. I can agree with that. I can also disagree with it. I think the only reason why I would disagree is when you said, um, you know, people don't want to see the the story that was in the game again. The only reason why I would say it would be okay to do the story in the game again is that the story in the game was good. And, also, for the people who never got a chance to play the game, um, they can follow along too and know what it means when you're talking about like the profits or, um, you know, like know know what you're talking about when it comes to three four three guilty spark and all of his shit. You know, know what it comes to the silent cartographer. Like you pick up on all these things that are like really important landmarks in the Halo universe and they'd be able to, you know, they wouldn't necessarily have to tell the story exactly as the game show the story, but I am kind of more on the side on, I wish, I wish, I wish with all my heart that they would have just told the Halo story starting from Combat Evolved and go through like all the way until Halo 4 or whatever. Well, the um, thing is, you're... you're... Just because it's, it's just because like, it, I'm, I'm biased because I played the games, but I'm just thinking... It, it does kind of suck that they're rewriting the canon, um, but I guess we'll see where it goes, man. I'm going to give it a shot at the very least. But Well, the thing is your statement of it being so people who don't know the story can watch, or it's, n- people who don't know Halo can then catch up on the story. Most likely, unless this show is a hit with the fans, who are the only people that are going to be watching this shit, most people aren't even going to check it out. Like, random-ass people who don't know the story are very unlikely to probably check it out more so than people who know Halo and know the story. Well, I mean, so, so that's what I'm saying. Even if you're okay with it, there's still a majority of people that will be annoyed that if they do the exact same story, it's just not done as well. They'll be like, Oh, they got this wrong. I mean, look at people freaking out about Cortana. 
people freaking out that Cortana doesn't look like she does in the game, even though, in my opinion, who I don't give a shit about Halo, not in a bad way or a good way, I just, I'm very indifferent. I think she looks fine. Like, it's, she could look way worse, honestly. So just yeah. keep that in mind. People are already freaking out about Cortana. Imagine if they went beat for beat for the game. It would just have nonstop critique. And the fans who would have liked it in the first place will just throw it in the garbage. And then so the people who don't know Halo would never get a chance to watch in the first place. Yeah. Um, I'm sure there's people who don't know about Star Wars that came in and watched. It's know. a different medium, dude. That's that's the thing. It's a different medium and it's a continuation on a story rather than a repeat on it. Oh, we'll see where it goes. Like I said, there's a chance he'd be good. Or I don't know. I say like I said a lot when I don't really say anything. But it's like there is a chance, sure, that it could be good. But for the most part, these things are real Hail Marys that don't end up paying off well. I mean, apparently the Uncharted movie isn't doing bad, but it really doesn't have a lot going against it right now. And it's also has Tom Holland, who just had the biggest blockbuster in the past two years with uh, Spider-Man. So... Like that's that, I feel like that's the only reason it's doing well. In my opinion, the only good video game movie for or show that has existed so far, which this does does not deserve this trophy, but it does for some reason, is the Sonic movie. <laughs> and that's because the Sonic games are shit, and people were begging for something better than that, and the movie happened to be better than this current Sonic shit. I guess the that's that's actually that might be a movie that I didn't I didn't really think it was when you told me it was like it was better than it deserved to be. I was like, oh okay. And then I watched the Sonic movie and I was just kind of like, okay, <laughs> you know, I didn't right. feel it's like it was particularly shit. good. Um, I didn't say it was like good. I said it was better than it had any right to be. Most video game movies or shows, or whatever, are just like, what the fuck? Who cares? Whatever. But the Sonic movie was at least okay. Like okay. just the bare minimum. Most other video game movies I would never really watch again, except for Mortal Kombat, but that's because it's laced through with nostalgia. But uh, I don't know. This. I feel like I would. I would rather not watch. I would rather not watch Sonic again and not watch. What was the other video game movie you just said? Mortal, Mortal Kombat. Kombat. I I didn't like them that much as far as video game movies go. I didn't even. I feel like that there's been better ones made. Like what? I'm thinking. Um, Hitman. Even, huh. Actually, I didn't mind Timothy Olyphant's Hitman. It, it wasn't that bad. No, that's not that bad. Neither is um, Prince of Persia. It's it's kind of bad. No, as a fan of Prince of Persia, that's pretty bad. It's, it wasn't too bad. I, I just might have vibed at the right time. I actually saw it with Gutter Boy in the theater, and we just vibed it at the right time, I think. Um, I thought it was a, a pretty decent adaptation. Um, it was okay. What other video game adaptations have there been? There's There's been a million, man. I'm going to pull up a list right now. There's been a lot. Um, yeah, point of the, and like what I was also saying about PlayStation doing all their adaptations of their shows and I mean, their games and their shows and movies. I'm just like, you have such a high, you know, going to horizon, you have such a high stake in your, you know, your budget for these games, your storytelling and stuff like that. It's like, why bother wasting money translating it to movies when it just doesn't end up well the fucking ratchet and clank movie for example was awful and the game that uses the same exact cutscenes was a thousand times better it's just like stick just stick with one thing it's fine you don't have to make a million adaptations into different mediums and stuff like that or at least as they are right now which it's always half-assed um, i think that's the biggest thing it's always half-assed 
I would watch. Um, I think I would. I would honestly watch. I, I have a list of video game movies here, um, and I like the older Mortal Kombat more than the newer one by quite a lot. Oh, I um, agree with that. Detective Pikachu. I think I would watch over Sonic. Um. And Warcraft, I would okay, definitely watch over but, Sonic. But but but, um, the Detective Pikachu deviated a lot from Pokemon. Very true, but I, I mean, just think Detective it's more P- it's more entertaining, I guess, for me than than Sonic was. I'm just saying, like as far right, as right, video right. game but adaptations my, go, like Sonic deviated a shitload from Sonic. But that goes inside with my point I was saying earlier is that if you're going to make an adaptation, you have to do something different than what people are just given, like for the initial medium and stuff like that. That's what I was talking I, about with Halo. Yeah. It's like, I, I wish what you said that they did. You said this at one point that you wish they did an ODST movie or show. I think that would work a lot better than doing a Master Chief thing. Right. Or even even just starting off with um, uh, Halo Reach and Noble Team. Because I mean, it's basically, it's basically Rogue One. Right. I mean, honestly, just do something other than the story we've already been told in that universe. I mean, I keep saying this shit with Star Wars and stuff. I'm not going to go into this for a thousand times. Well, yeah. we, we got some time for this list to eventually change. Another movie, while, while, while you're on that point, and I kind of wanted to add to your point, another movie I wish would have stayed kind of in like its original realm is the Assassin's Creed movie. I completely forgot that they did that. Yeah, it was pretty shit. <laughs> it was just it's it's like it's sad because it had a lot of potential. Um, I just felt like it was edited wrong. Like if they just would have oh edited God. it differently, it could have saved the movie. Edited wrong. Um, yeah, I mean, actually, I'll give you that. The editing was probably the worst part of that. The over needed special effect of the way he went into animus was just not necessary. Yeah, like you could have literally had the-, the animus itself was not necessary. <laughs> Or, like I said, just lay him down on a fucking slab on a table like they did in the game. You didn't have to, like, weirdly cut to him while he's in present day and then cut to him, like, in the past. It was just really I hated awkward. That. That's why I'm saying, like, editing could save that movie because if you didn't have the cross cuts between Michael Fassbender and the Animus and him doing, and then, like, the Spanish version of him back in, like, the 1400s doing shit, it would have been a lot better movie. Monster Hunter was a fucking travesty. I, hated I that didn't one. watch it. I didn't watch it. Um, what's another decent, like, I remember Postal being crazy, like when it came out, but I don't know how like good it is. The movie? The movie. They made a movie? They made a movie. You don't know about Postal? Gutter Boy Boy and I used to watch Postal, right? Right, Gutter? I don't know if he's, I don't know if he's still listening, but Gutter and I used to watch Postal. I think like a friend of ours, older brother had it or something. Um, but yeah, um, I, I'm saying what I was saying is, uh, our list is about to grow because apparently, sorry, I almost burped on stream. <laughs> apparently there's a five night at five nights at Freddy's movie coming out. There's Bioshock. a, Border, there's a Borderlands movie coming out, a Bioshock movie coming out, a Sonic the Hedgehog 2, a ghost of Tsushima movie, a Gears of War movie, a Metal oh, Gear I mean, Solid like- movie. A you could port, stop. A you, could stop movie. you could stop right there because that's. I mean, that's basically what Sony's doing is that they're trying to adapt all their stuff, and then a lot of other companies are following. So it's just right. all the big video games you can expect a attempted release at the very least. Technically speaking, the Pokemon movies are video game adaptations in the show. So I mean, that's that was pretty good. 
once again, just kind of different medium. Um, those, yeah, those are fine. Yeah, and like the persona, um, the persona movies are good too because it's literally like just like the cutscenes from the game all no, they're not. together. They're not, but it's it's basically like that, you know. No, like apparently, I've tried watching them. Once you play through the games, it's like no. <laughs> apparently, they're making a Carmen Sandiego movie. <laughs> they're yeah, going to they're gonna make it. They're going to make. Is it really? Yeah, there's one. I okay. Don't ask me why. I don't know why the fuck it happened. But the other day, I, I like last week, I think I looked up Carmen Sandiego, and like the new one is all like smooth. Looks like a Dora the Explorer type of character. While it's like the '80s Carmen Sandiego with the big ass hair and like the giant hat. That that's hot. I don't care who you are. That cartoon um, figure drawn by a hairy man is hot. I had a boss when I worked at Panera Bread, and his name was Dad, and Dad was a character. Um, he would go into the, he would go like, I don't know. I probably talked about this on the podcast before, but um, he was just kind of like a trip to work with. He was a funny dude. Uh, he would go into the back and be like, Hey, get back to work. And then he'd like come to the front and be like, and like start checking out customers and be like, I'm so sorry guys. Like my boss is so, so crazy. He's really on one today. You know what I mean? And he would just like put funny memes up on the board where our schedule was going. Like, and you know shit like that but one of his main sayings was dear diary why the fuck do i have a diary oh yeah (laughs) it just caught on with like everybody who worked there and we'd be like dear diary where the fuck is my diary and like i thought you know i thought the Um, original line was dear carmen san diego why the fuck do i have a diary oh no 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 you're you're getting to the point of my story but you're you're already bastardizing it so be careful Um, oh my god there's a dead or alive movie Oh my God! No, thank you. In 2007, it, and they're all in bikinis. Oh my God! And it has pictures of them holding volleyballs, and then also pictures of them holding knives. Well, I know what to get you for your birthday. Anyways, oh my God. Um. Anyways, so yeah, he. Uh, it, it was dear diary. Why the fuck do I have a diary? Which eventually like turned into dear Waldo. Where the fuck are you? And it's like one of the few times like it was kind of hard to make dad laugh. Like dad would make you laugh, but it was kind of a treat if you were able to make dad laugh. So one day we were working and I was just like, I walked up to him and this genius idea came in my head and I was just like, dear Carmen San Diego, where in the fuck are you? And yeah, to this day, that's all I, that's all I can think of when I see anything related to Carmen San Diego is dear, dear Carmen San Diego, where in the fuck are you? And I feel like, you know, if they're going to make an adaptation, why not make it rated R and like edgy and get Quentin Tarantino to direct it? Put it in the it DC ho- universe. I don't give a fuck. Hollywood is so fucking weird and contradictory. It's like they're willing to do risks and shit like that, but not like interesting risks. They're like, yeah, we'll take a risk on a really shitty fucking Uncharted movie. Want to make it rated R? Want to add like blood and or just make it crazy? No, no, absolutely not. Yeah. Well, because I mean, if it's rated R, their their audi- their target audience goes down because the games are rated T, right? They're not rated M. Well, the thing is, like, the way those movies are shot is, like, they're 80s slash 90s PG. Like, right, which if, is nowadays PG-13. Right, because people are oversensitive as shit. <laughs> but, yeah, they, there's, like, nothing in those movies ever. It's like, it's like, oh, Tom Holland had, had uh, killed the main bad guy. It's like, motherfucker, like, Nathan Drake pulled out an Uzi and murdered thousands of people in just one level. What are you talking about? He dropped a freaking ancient statue on someone's head and said, ha, that'll show you who's ahead of life. 
I don't think that actually happened, but I would love it if it did. Me too. Speaking of 80s and 90s PG, um, Rose yeah. and I started. We Rose and I started a little bit of Roxanne, and that movie's rated PG, but it's definitely like 80s PG because, like, I guess Roxanne like walks out of her house to try to get her cat who like whatever and like she's just like straight naked and it like shows more than it should have and i was like what the fuck like i don't remember this as a goddamn kid like i will go to a movie i haven't seen in so long and be like yeah i remember that being a great movie and then i watch it and there's like just like usually a horrifying aspect to it i'm like what is this yo i was talking to rose yesterday i think when you stepped away or no you came back and i kind of brought it up she's never seen robocop Oh, really? Yeah, we should all watch RoboCop because that, be I fucking love the movie. That movie's so violent. Da, 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 Didn't da, you da, watch that shit as a kid and like da, the da, whole like da, car da, that like blows the guy up like fucked you up pretty bad or something? Uh, when the guy goes in the radiation and like becomes like all melted and he's screaming, help me. That's I'm what like, it is. He, that fucked you yeah. up as a kid, right? A little, actually, I like I mentally blocked it, and then when I rewatched the movie, I think last year I saw that scene, and it was just kind of awakened a bunch of things. I was like, "Oh no, I remember this shit." Uh, another cool. thing that blocked me that that blocked me. The other thing that got to me was in RoboCop Two, where the like uh, I forgot exactly what it was. It's like the guy's brain gets put in a robot, and like he he's all cool for a second it's like really shitty cgi for his like face on the tv screen and then he picks up the woman and starts screaming my mom's like don't look and i think i was more traumatized because my mom told me not to look and i was like oh no what's happening and that scared me more than what actually happens which is like he just crushes her or something (laughs) in what movie robocop 2 oh my god i don't think i've ever seen robocop 2 Oh, dude, I watched like all those movies. I watched RoboCop 1, 2, and 3. I watched all the Highlander movies. Uh, like I I was in a serious 80s kick uh, when I was a kid. That's cool. I, I've, definitely, I've definitely seen Highlander. I had no idea there was a RoboCop 2 or 3. What the That's fuck? That's fucking the, news to me. The second one is still pretty damn good. Um, I think 1 and 2 are like Terminator levels of good. I don't think two is better than one, but it's, it's definitely on par of not just a little worse. Well, you know, they uh, say, man, two can be as bad as one because one is the loneliest number of them all. And then number three was pretty bad because it didn't have the original RoboCop actor. Um, and they got that one was PG 13. So we got all kid friendly and there's like a little kid that's like they, she hacks into the, uh, the walkers, the T something. And, She's like, now you're going to be as loyal as a puppy. And then it's like, I will now be as loyal as a puppy. <laughs> and it's just like, ah, that's how, you kill, that's how you kill a threatening. What are they called? T-walkers? Something like that. T-walkers contact or something? No. Hold on. Robocop T. What the fuck? Are, oh, the Ed 209. That's it. The what? The, the Ed 209, the giant things uh, that look like the thing from Mech Warrior that had the, the machine guns on either side. They were like stop motion. Oh, yeah. The one that fucking blasts that dude out of the goddamn window because they didn't have his pass correct or something. It was great. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I'm and down was- to watch the trilogy if you are. Maybe you, uh, you, Rose, and I can do that. That might be something we can plan on doing. We could stick just the first two. That sounds good to me. 
or uh, I think there was maybe some likable stuff about the third Contact. one, but out of out of respect for the original actor who played Alex Murphy, uh, I would say we not watch it. Okay, because he got Shanghai'd. Uh, hold on, fuck. Who played Alex Murphy? I forgot. Actor. There's an actual actor named Alex Murphy, and it's really fucking up my search right now. Hey, Who the fuck you, is this guy? Do you wear contacts, Matt? You know I do. Okay. Why? Why I mean, would you ask that? I don't. I don't know. I'm just like I. They were never comfortable for me. Well, you don't have as bad eyesight as I do. Yeah, I don't think they work well for Rose either. Cool. I mean, like, yeah, I wear. I wear con- Hold on. <laughs> I'm gonna fucking settle this so I can stop typing. Uh, yeah, I got like like little mouse clicks and everything. I feel yeah, like yeah, like, Peter Weller. Like, Peter Weller. Name. Yeah, he he was the original RoboCop for the first two movies, but no, yeah, I wear contacts because uh, I can't just take off my glasses to not. I mean, <laughs> the highly irresponsible thing I'll do sometimes is I'll go on runs late at night uh, in behind my apartment where it's not well lit and there's like deer running around and I don't have my glasses on because I didn't want to put in contacts. And so I'll just see this fucking demon staring at me throughout the darkness. And then it's a deer. I'm like, Oh, cool. That's fun. That's very fun. Yeah. Cause everything's blurry. Was I Peter, guess it's a fair- Peter Weller. He's a guy who is in contact, right? Excuse me. He was in contact contact. Was he Peter Weller? I don't know. Maybe I'm thinking of someone else, but I thought he was in the movie Contact. I'm looking at his IMDb page right now. I don't see anything. All right. But with that, and it seems like we're winding down uh, in energy levels. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. I'm going to say this was a semi-successful podcast. Oh, it's we always have a successful podcast. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's always a semi-successful podcast. Uh, Somewhat. We have one viewer on the Twitch stream right now, so not even you're yeah, watching our we stream. Did, we did peak at some point here with like 10 or 11 viewers. So for the No, we had four. I, at one four. point I saw, I saw like 10, so I was keeping You're lying because I was manager. watching the whole time. Bitch, I'm on the stream manager. <laughs> I don't know if it's any different, but... I don't know. But hey, thank you everyone for tuning in. If you guys are watching this on... Or you guys are watching this in our archive of Twitch. Feel free to check in next Thursday, uh, where we'll be recording live again. So you can join the chat with Gutter Boy. He's all alone by himself out there, so you can use some help. Uh, also, if you'd like, you can listen to our podcast. We have them all saved, and the Spotify's and the Apples. Yep. Uh, just or just go to theemptyglass.com and check out everything. We're available there. It's the emptyglasspodcast.com. The emptyglasspodcast.com. Yes. Correct. Yes. Awesome. So that's T H E E A M P T Y G L A S S Y podcast. No, glassy. The empty glassy. Damn it. The glassy. That should have been our name. Like Degrassi? Yeah. Like the Nick Cannon shit? Yeah. And Drake. Oh, right. It wasn't Nick Cannon. It was Drake. All right, guys. Well, thank you for joining Degrassi. Uh, this is <laughs> this is Nick Cannon signing off. This is Drake signing off. Whoop whoop. Whatever Drake says. Yow. All right, you guys can go now. Bye. Bye. <laughs>